Hello everyone, welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast. This is episode 190 and it is a special episode. Not because of its content. Well, just to quickly tell you what this will be about, I will be teaching some vocabulary, basically. That's what teachers do from time to time. They teach vocabulary, so I won't be doing anything special, really. But before we get to that, there are some things I need to talk to you about first. Um, Most importantly, this episode is being published on a new host. Yeah, that's right. This episode is getting published on podbean.com. And uh, it's a testing one because um, I can publish one episode there for free. As you know, I am being forced to leave audioboom.com, which has been my host for the past few years. The reason I'm leaving is because they are asking me to pay for the service now. And I feel like there's a time for a change. And also, I was not sure whether I should pay for the hosting or not, because, you know, I am a busy man. I have got a lot of other projects going on. If you want to know more about them, then why don't you tune in for the previous episode, episode 189, where I explain more. Basically, I have come to a conclusion after thinking about this that I should actually give this podcast a go and that I should pay for the hosting for one year but I will do so on a different hosting platform and perhaps podbean.com could be the one. So this is sort of a test run to see how things will go, if I'm happy with the service and so on. And also, um, you know, I in the previous episode, I asked you whether you would be willing to support the podcast, whether you would be willing to donate some money and just to help me keep this going and I have actually received one message of uh, um, a devoted listener who says that he will help me out and that is cool obviously but that would definitely not be enough because I don't really want that person to pay a lot anyway I don't think it's fair to him and I just I mean This only goes on to show that the podcast has what it takes and that there is some sought-after content and perhaps in the past I was a bit self-critical of this podcast but actually it has its healthy core of listeners and people who come back and people who just listen to every single episode that I publish. I know this this, um, core is about 300 listeners because... That's the average number of plays that an episode has after about, let's say, a week from getting published. So, you know, I'm I'm just trying to make this work. And I was thinking that perhaps the way to go could be that I might set up a Patreon account. That would basically mean that people might support me financially. Let's say they could send me one dollar. And that would mean that for that $1, let's say $1 a month, they would get some extra content. Either I would send them a a brand new episode, which nobody else would get, just the people who send me the the donation, or I may um, actually send them 
the episodes that I published, but with, let's say, 15 minute extra content. You know, I'm not really sure about it yet, but I will make it work. And basically, if you can, could you please get in touch with me? Tell me what you think. Send me a message. Any feedback is appreciated. And obviously, if you can pledge your support, that would be awesome. So, yeah, I'm doing this. I will pay uh, for one year because it's cheaper than if I just pay uh, for a month. And I can tell you that it should be around $10 a month if I pay for it monthly. That means it will be $120, which is, for someone like me, a lot of money, especially if this is not business for me. You have to understand that I cannot make this business from 300 listeners, like it's impossible. Yet, it would be a bad idea to completely let go of this podcast, and that's because I have grown attached to it. It's it's part of my identity now, and it gives me some sort of teaching ima- teacher image, and I shouldn't let go of it at this point. I should give it another go, see what happens. If I can keep this up for a year, if I can see that some people support me, perhaps perhaps the uh, audience may grow because of the new host. Maybe I'll find new ways to get new people into the podcast. And one of the ways to get more people into the podcast could be through this. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag internationalpodcastday to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. Now, check out the International Podcast Day. I think it's a great idea and it is happening soon. Perhaps some of you have already missed it because you are listening to this on a later date. But if you did miss it, then, um, well, I feel sorry for you, really. (laughs) No, it's fine. You can take part in the International Podcast Day next year if you want to. Okay, so let's dive into the content of this episode. And for this uh, episode, I will be joined by Uncle Google. If you don't know who Uncle Google is, um, well, what you can do is you can Google it. Basically, I'm going to be using Google because in this episode, I will be going through some vocabulary and uh, this vocabulary will definitely require me to look up um, the meaning and perhaps pronunciation, uh, maybe some collocations and so on. Now, remember episode called Sticky Notes? It was actually episode 93, quite a popular one, to be fair. It was quite a popular episode in which I decided to get drunk and kill uh, some birds with one stone. Basically, I decided that there was time for me to practice some vocabulary that I have been sticking on, uh, that I have been writing on sticky notes and those sticky notes were stuck on all over the place in my house and it was not enough for me to just see those 
sticky notes and whatever was written on them. Because, you know, it needs more processes for vocabulary to stick. It's not enough to just see it. You should say it, you have to hear it, and so on. It's quite an um, intricate thing. Uh, it's psychology and it's science, you know, to know how to learn, how to memorize things. And often it gets underestimated and you can't really speak about this enough, you know, because everybody needs it. You guys um, are, I believe, um, self-guided learners or let's say you are autonomous learners and you learn English in your free time. And I believe that you want to expand your vocabulary repertoire by hearing new vocabulary, but you know, maybe you are not doing it effectively and neither, neither am I perhaps. And that episode that I published, Sticky Notes, actually it was called part one, Sticky Notes, that one was meant to be uh, like um, some sort of um, that one was meant to be um, for me selfishly but also i wanted to show you a way you could learn vocabulary you could just record it record yourself talking about it and then perhaps it would increase your chance of the vocabulary to stick in your brain now i would like to do something similar to this this time um, i will call it flashcards vocabulary one and that's because maybe it will help. Uh, maybe it may um, increase the chance of this being found by random people on the internet because it has uh, quite a catchy name, flashcards, vocabulary one. And basically, this this vocabulary um, has has been collected by me for the past few weeks. And the idea is that whenever I come across a, a piece of vocabulary that I don't know, or I don't, or perhaps I know, but I don't use enough, or I'm not sure about it for one reason or another, then I put it into uh, the app that I am using called Flashcard Deluxe. By the way, this app uh, has been recommended to me by Ollie Richards. Ollie Richards is a polyglot. Uh, Polyglot is a person who knows a lot of languages and he has got his podcast called I Will Teach You a Language. That is an awesome podcast and Ollie Richards gives a lot of useful tips to all learners of English and uh, other languages. And one of the tips was that we should get the Flashcard Deluxe app. Um, I recommend you to download it. It's, a, it's an Android app so you can get it for your smartphone. And what this app, app does, it's basically a way you can store your vocabulary and then you can uh, basically test yourself on the vocabulary. And it, it works like, uh, it's called flashcards. You know what a flashcard is? It's basically a piece of paper on which you have one word and then you have uh, the translation or the definition of that word on the other side of that paper. So it's 
what we call flashcards and the same thing you get in the phone if you buy the flashcards deluxe so i will be reading out a selected vocabulary from my flashcard deluxe uh, deck card deck and i will be going through this vocabulary and also i'll be using help of uncle google if i need to because you know to learn vocabulary it's not enough to just basically read it or you know because sometimes i would because sometimes i will need to give you some examples and maybe i will not have the ideas in my head so google could be quite effective for that uh right i just want to tell you where the just to tell you where this vocabulary comes from, it comes from different places, mostly other podcasts. My favorite podcasts are, as you know, Luke's English podcast, Rock and Roll English, Arscast, which is a podcast about Arsenal Football Club, also Walking Dead podcast, maybe Tef The Teffel Show and um, The Teffel Commute and other podcasts. These are my favorite podcasts and I, I listen to them um, every single t I listen to every single episode of these podcasts and if, when I bump into a word that I'm not sure about and when I come across a word and when I encounter a word that I think is worth storing in my flashcards deluxe deck then I do it of course so that's where the pod, uh, that's where the vocabulary from this episode comes from. Sometimes it comes from course books that I use in my teaching, and sometimes it just comes from from thin air. You know, just I overhear it somewhere, basically. You know, so it can come from different places. Now let's get down to business, shall we? So here is my mobile phone. You can't actually see it but you can always imagine it right and so 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 let's open this app i'm launching it right now and see what we have here by the way i have this episode by the way i'm already into 15 minutes of this episode and I haven't even mentioned one bit of vocabulary. Well, that sometimes happens. I get caught up in the heat of the moment uh, because, you know, I'm a rambler. Does this word even exist? If you ramble on a lot, you are a rambler. That could be one of the words that I may add into my app. Let's see. Rambler. Uh, yep. A person who walks into the countryside for pleasure. Uh, hmm. you know what ah, it's fine sometimes you just have to go with it you can coin new words too so rambler, rambler. well let's see Yeah, so a rambler. Rambler is a person that walks into the countryside, but it could also be a person that talks a lot. So that is the first piece of vocabulary that I'm teaching you. 
And I don't need to go too far to uh, find an example of this word in context. Basically, I am a rambler because I talk a lot on this podcast, which is absolutely abject. This is abject. Well, abject is another word and it means horrible. It means uh, extremely unpleasant and degrading and it's just, it's just completely without pride and dignity. Object, okay? So I am absolutely object um, in that I'm a rambler. <clears throat> Maybe sometimes what happens to me in this podcast is that I tend to exaggerate, but that's fine. That's fine. You know, um, I mean, you expect to me to be be all and end all. Be all and all. You expect me to be be all and all. Be all and all. Be all and all. You know, don't judge me too harshly. Sometimes I am a rambler, but be all and and end all, which is an expression. Be all and end all, meaning the most important thing or the most important reason for something is that sometimes I am a rambler, so don't judge me too harshly. But be all and end all of this is that this is what you need sometimes, you know, you need to hear. But be all and end all of this is that this is sometimes needed on this podcast because it's a podcast. So it's an audio format and without somebody actually talking, whether it's nonsense, that's um, that's a question for a, for a different discussion. Uh, but, um, you know, that's this is the be-all and end-all. Uh, okay, so what's this about? This expression means the most important part of something or the reason for something, okay? The most desired thing or a perfect specimen or other explanation of this. So I think I used it in the right context. I was trying to. Um, um, I don't know, but... You know, I feel like I'm in on a on a sticky wicket right now. Uh, that that expression comes from um, the episode uh, the the episode from Luke's English. Po <clears throat> right. So um, right. So to be to be fair, uh, me having to change the host, it makes me feel a bit uneasy. I think I feel like I'm in the midst of of uh, an unpredictable situation and don't I don't know what will come out of this and it's a bit precarious and dodgy and I could say that I'm on a sticky wicket here obviously sticky wicket expression that comes from Luke's English podcast episode about cricket perhaps some of you have listened to this one as well and that this expression means that you're in the middle of uh, dealing with an unpredictable 
situation or circumstance. So we will see what comes out of this. Um, you know, it's up in the air. Okay, well, I hope you understand me when I was asking people for donations. I hope you're not judging me too harshly because it may have come across as if I was begging a bit, you know, and I don't think it's the best way to ask for support, to beg, because I don't think this is begging, really. I think, I think I'm offering you value with my podcasts. Certainly, over the years, I have gained more confidence and I've become, I have become aware of the fact that I can be proud of my work. So, I hope we are on the same page with this, you know. I hope we understand each other. To be on the same page means to think the same. So, that's another expression. Um, if you are on the same page, I suppose you are also on board with the idea that I am, I am about to set up a patronage uh, account, the patronage account in which people will be uh, welcome to um, send me donations, in which people can send me donations if, if they decide to support this project, the Next English Podcast. So, obviously, if you agree with this, then it would be great. So, the expression was to be on board with something. If you are on board with something, you agree with someone or something. Okay, so what else do we have here? Um, sometimes you have two bad options to choose from, you know, and uh, there is no other way than to go for one of them. I'm not sure if I'm in such predicament right now. Perhaps I could think something up. Okay, let's say that you have got a girlfriend and she is telling you tonight you have to go shopping with me okay and if you don't then you know your girlfriend will be really angry with you because perhaps uh, you haven't been behaving nicely lately you haven't been behaving nicely to her lately meaning that you know you owe her you know that you are not in a good position with your girlfriend right now. And in order to improve your relationship, in order to, uh, you know, in order to, in order to improve your relationship, you will probably have to go with her. But it's really not something you enjoy. Uh, moreover, it's something that makes you really upset and something you disagree with uh, you don't want to waste your time shopping and you're very impatient and you hate you hate all all the crowd and you hate spending money on something that you will later regret and things like that so i'm sure you have you some of you have been in um, this position before i certainly have and if, you, if something like that happens, then you could say that you're between a rock and a hard place, okay? You, there, there is, uh, the, you are faced two equally undesirable situations. So, the, the, 
I hope you understand my example, right? If if you have a girlfriend and sh a lot of girls like shopping, I'm sorry, I'm stereotyping here. I know it's not everyone, but you know, it is true that a lot of girls like shopping. So if your girlfriend wants you to uh, hang out with her in a shopping mall um, and you say no, then of course she will be angry with you, upset, and perhaps perhaps it will lead to more problems in the future. So what, will, what would you do if you were faced such a situation? What would you do if you were between a rock and a hard place? <laughs> So that's uh, another expression. This one I learned when I was in England, actually, from my DOS, from my director of studies. Uh, okay. Um, right. Mm, you know, I have to confess to you. Yesterday, I have been asked to make a speech. In about 14 days, there will be immatriculation ceremony. I'm going to check whether the word immatriculation actually exists in English, but it looks like it does. It's a state or a process of being enrolled, uh, as in officially registered at a school. And we have got immatriculation at the school I'm working at. And basically, I have been asked to make a speech in English and I'm not particularly confident to do something like that, but I have learned that I have to face my fears. I have to pluck up courage because this, these are the moments that can push me actually, that can move me forward. So I, I gave them the green light. I said I would do it. Uh, so I... I accepted the the challenge, you know. I told them that I would do it, but now it is my bugbear. Yeah, it is a cause of obsessive fear, irritation and anxiety. I'm not sure if this is the the best context here. But let's say um let's say you don't like something and it irritates you. I don't know. For example, uh, what could be your bugbear? People who... My bugbear is is when I find... When I go through the forest to work every day and I see there are a lot of plastic bottles lying around um, not far from the path, it just, it just makes me... It just makes me go crazy, really. I hate... When I see that in the forest, why would anybody want to destroy our nature in this kind of dreadful or abject way? It's really, I condemn it um, wholeheartedly. So that's my bugbear, okay? And also the fact that I will have to do the speech. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is and I will definitely, uh, I will fight my fears if I can. And hopefully I will survive that and not and I hopefully won't um, uh, embarrass myself too much there and I won't forget the text and things like that and mispronounce words because this speech is obviously in English. Um, I'll be speaking to some native speakers as well, guys, and I will be speaking to the headmaster. It might be over 
200 people because we have got loads of students. So that's my current bugbear. And I hope I will be able to sleep um, at night before this. Well, we will see what happens. Um, okay, so, you know, another expression is to build something up. So, you know, I hope that so far you have been enjoying this episode of the Zdenix. So, I hope so far you have been enjoying this episode of Zdenix English Podcast. I will do a couple more words and then I will call it a day. And I will, I would like to keep this uh, as, I would like to do this as a series. So hopefully there will be part two to this. And, you know, I hope that um, I have managed to build this up well. And uh, you are now excited about uh, the remaining pieces of vocabulary. I hope uh, I have managed to build it up. That's what I said. And I said it again because, you know, repetition is a mother of invention. No, that's not the expression. Um, repetition helps. Okay, that's the expression. Um, or, you know, I think Luke Thompson from Luke's English Podcast has got this wonderful um, saying that says, the best way to learn English is to follow the uh, seven uh, piece. Seven P's stand for practice, 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 and practice, right? So the more times you hear it, the more times you practice something, the higher the chance that you will actually uh, memorize it. Uh, so I hope I managed to build it up to raise your interest levels enough so that you will keep listening to this episode and perhaps you will tune in for the um, sequels to this. So, to build something up means to raise the interest level. Um, okay, so the next piece of vocabulary is um, to capture something. Well, what I could say here is that I've been trying to capture uh, the feel of what it's like to be an English learner and um, perhaps you can try to relate to this experience and uh, this is a hard one I have been trying to capture 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 Okay, so let's move on. You know, sometimes in my episodes, I try to speak about different topics and often I speak about myself, about my life. Well, that's because I'm trying to capture uh, the emotions that I'm feeling and just to capture, um, you know, just, just to give you an idea of what it's like to be an English teacher in the Czech Republic, non-native English speaker who wants to um, who wants to basically uh, use his ideas, who wants to share his ideas with the world, who has creative 
brain, hopefully, who hopefully has got a, a creative brain cells, <laughs> so to speak. So I hope I've been, I've been managing to capture this and uh, you are following and understand what I mean by this. Well, to capture something, it means to, show, to use art to show something. Um, basically, I understand podcasting as sort of art, but of course you could like capture atmosphere through, let's say, a picture or a painting or a piece of music and other things, okay? That's quite a useful word to capture quite like that one. Uh, of course, you can also capture the flag if you play, um, let's say, some sort of shooter, a multiplayer shooter or something, like Counter-Strike or something like that. Okay, well, let's do a few more. Let's cover the letter C, because I've been, I don't know if you noticed, but I've been doing these uh, alphabetically. So now I'm, I'm doing the uh, letter C, that shouldn't be D, by the way, it should be just letter C. Okay, I hope you are not cheesed off at my um, self-conscious and self-conscious comments. And uh, I know I've been a bit um, uh, self-conscious on this podcast. And, you know, I know I tend to be quite self-conscious at times on this podcast. But, um, you know, you will have to just put up with it. Basically, I hope you're not cheesed off because if you were if you were cheesed off, I actually think that most of you aren't because if you were cheesed off, then you would probably not listen to this. Um, a lot of people can be cheesed off because of um, eating cheese that is not... Um, a lot of people may be cheesed off when they see other people eating cheese I hope you're not cheesed off. Um, I am. I am not cheesed off because I learned to accept who I am. Okay, and even though sometimes I don't, I'm not happy about what I've recorded. Most of the time, I just accept it because it's part of this learning process, or it's part of this sort of. Uh, yeah, it's like a learning process to become a good podcaster and a speaker of English. So I, you know, I'm not really cheesed off with myself. I'm not really annoyed. The, the expression, I think you have got it. The expression is to be cheesed off or annoyed. And I hope that one day I will come out on top. And, you know, that's what this is all about, really. It's com competition because there are hundreds and hundreds of podcasts out there and people have a massive, massive selection and basically it's it's hard, you know, to uh, find a niche and it's hard to make yourself stand out. So hopefully I will come out on top, you know. So if you come out on top, it means to win something perhaps you could win a game like a football or a competition or if, even if you win an argument like with your girlfriend let's say let's say if we get back to that previous example you could say that you can't go shopping with your girlfriend because you have a, a headache or something 
and maybe you are a good liar and you can uh, I, I'm not suggesting that you should lie to your girlfriend obviously don't ever do that but some people do that uh, because you know it's like an excuse he wants to uh, basically evade uh, or avoid going shopping so if you manage to do that and your girlfriend actually doesn't call you out on your bluff then you could say that you come out on top which is obviously uh, great because um, you become victorious and um, you can be smug about it if you want but don't do it too much or uh, your girlfriend will see through you she will um, not take the bait next time so that's to come out on top that means to win a game or a competition or an argument now the next one is a bit difficult and so i hope you will manage to compart com uh, it's difficult to pronounce i hope you will manage to compartmentalize this one to compartmentalize something means to put Put it in the right compartment in your brain, so to speak. So it means like I'm teaching you something here. So it basically means in this case to memorize something or to um, understand, to basically process it with your brain. So it could mean to understand it, to use some mental processes in order to uh, put it in the right category in your brain. So to compartmentalize something, I don't know how much useful this one is, but apparently um, some of my favorite podcasters have been using this one. So why not add it to my lexicon, shall we? Uh, can I say shall we to this one? Yeah, I can. I think I can. All right. Well, another one is um, something that I don't really need. To use yet but it looks like Luke will need to use that one now I know I've been referring to Luke a lot on this podcast and that's because Luke deserves this sort of um, publicity because Luke is the inspiration for this podcast it has always been so he definitely is going to need a cot which is a bed for babies, which looks like a prison. You know, you put the baby in the cot and then it prevents the baby from falling off the bed. So I don't need the cot myself because I don't have a baby. I don't even have a girlfriend. So if you don't have a girlfriend, you can't have a baby, can you? I mean, technically you can because you can have a baby with a friend or with a friend with benefits and things like that. But Typically, you need to have a girlfriend in order to have a baby or often people get married before they have a baby too. Depends on the culture and uh, depends on your um, basically attitude to life as well. Okay, so I hope this episode of the podcast has been cracking. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. A cracking would mean excellent. So that's uh, an informal piece of vocabulary. So don't overuse it. But you can use it when you talk to your friends. Uh, for example, you're talking about a TV show and you want to say that it was excellent. And you want to say that it is an excellent one. For, in for instance, for me, 
uh, The Walking Dead and The Game of Thrones are my favorite uh, favorite shows. So they are cracking shows and I recommend them to everyone. And so that's it for today. I hope that this has been useful for you. Not just enjoyable, but also useful. And um, yeah, well, there is nothing more to add, really. Maybe I could now go through the, the pieces of vocabulary that I thought. Maybe what I could do before the very, before the very end, I could go through the words and phrases that I have taught you here. Okay, so the first one was abject. The first one was object, then be all and end all, 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 be on a sticky wicket, be on the same page, be on board with something, between a rock and a hard place, a bugbear, build something up, uh, to capture something, to be cheesed off, to come out on top, to compartmentalize, a cot, and cracking. So, that's it. I hope to see you soon. Let me know what you think, and if you want, you could uh, leave a, an iTunes review. That would be amazing. I should probably start with reading out the iTunes reviews, because uh, it, it's some sort of um, way of paying uh, tribute or paying respect to my listeners or it's, it's a way to socialize with my listeners and it's nice to get a shout out I do like it when I send a message to my favorite podcasts and the, ho the hosts of the show they read my messages out it has happened in the past on various podcasts uh, so we could do something like that so leave an art iTunes review and be happy my name is Denek, and you've been listening to Zdenek's English Podcast. See you later. Bye.